Amen. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. What an honor and a privilege it is for me to be standing here. Uh, the Bible says it's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. And this is just me. I've been walking barefoot in the kitchen of grace. And I'm just here, you know, just here. I found myself here by the grace of God and he's going to give us a word. Hallelujah. So, the word that the Lord gave me today is called to your faith, add. To your faith, add. A-D-D. Hallelujah. And some of the things that he told me to tell us today. Uh, one, yes, uh, there's, there's one that I had forgotten. The difference between knowledge, between knowledge and wisdom. Knowledge is, knowledge is knowing what to do. Like you go to school, they tell you, you do this, you do this, you do this. But wisdom is the application of knowledge to get to a, you know, to get to a desired place. You can be in a place where, the, where you get to learn so much, but if you don't use it to get to where it takes you, like it's, it, it's useless at the end of the day. There's a kind of people, the Bible talks about, they are always learning, never coming to the, you know, to the knowledge of the truth of, you know, of, the truth of God. Amen. So I pray that, to, that, that, that today, uh, even as I'm speaking, not only will you get knowledge, but will get wisdom. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Yes, and, uh, and the other one is the function of grace. The function of grace. Uh, grace brings salvation. Grace brings salvation. If you are there and you're born again and, and we are saved, there is nothing you get. You, you, this salvation, you don't deserve it. You don't deserve it. I don't deserve it. It was only given to us by the grace of God. Amen. The Bible says by, by, by grace are we saved. You, and, and that grace is not, 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 and not of ours that we should boast, but, you know, but of the Lord. Hallelujah. So grace brings salvation. Hallelujah. Titus 2.11 says, for the grace of God that brings salvation to all men has appeared to us and it teaches us to say no to all ungodliness and to be able to live sober lives in this present world. Hallelujah. So the grace of God teaches us to say no to sin. When the enemy comes to attack you, when the demons come to attack you, it is the grace of God that you have to use to stand and say, no, I will not do it. If you don't have the grace, you are finished. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Grace brings salvation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And grace, teach, and grace teaches us. Amen. Grace teaches us. The, uh, the other one in Titus, Titus, verse three, Titus chapter 3, verse 11, says grace justifies us. Grace justifies us. I am here. I was a sinner. I don't even deserve to be here. But I have been justified by the grace of God. Now I'm here. I stand as a saint. I can be called the man of God. I'm just as good as new because the blood of God has washed me. And by his grace, I am justified. If there is no grace, then I'm, I'm nothing. I don't have any credentials to stand here. But you know, if anyone asks me, how, how did you make it? How are you standing here? I can confidently say it is by the grace of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Justified. And then the anointing. The anointing. The Bible says, uh, the Bible says, uh, I think it's I think it's in Second Peter. It says the anointing. The, this is the function of the anointing. The anointing which you have received from Him abides in you, and you do not need that anyone teach you. But the same anointing, but that same anointing teaches you concerning all things, and and is true, and it is not a lie. And just as as it has taught you you will abide in him when you have the anointing that's why it's very good for us to pray for to pray for the anointing when you have the anointing of god that anointing teaches you you know you you can be young i can be younger than most people but then i will say things i will say things that i'm not even sure about yeah but he he will teach me he will tell me and i will find that those things
things are correct because, because right now, you know, like I am walking in the anointing. Hallelujah. And the Bible says the anointing breaks the yoke. The anointing is the one that will give you the ability, amen, to break the chains of the devil, amen, to stand as a child of God and say, chains be broken. Hallelujah. The anointing breaks the yoke. The other the other one, the other one I, was reading, I was reading today, I was reading today uh, uh, what Watchman wrote about the anointing. He said the anointing is the nervous system, the nervous system of the, of, 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 of the body of Christ. Hallelujah. It's the nervous system. The nervous system, the brain is here. Jesus Christ is the, is the head, you know, and the rest of us are the branches. And, it, and you know, it's the anointing that helps us to, to, you know, to preach and relay from Jesus and give it to other people. Hallelujah. So we thank the Lord so much. So uh, Second Peter, Second Peter chapter, Second Peter chapter two verses. Uh, I'll, I'll, re I'll, I'll read from verse three to ten. Uh, it says, "Grace and peace be multiplied to you." In the knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ. His divine power has given, us, has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Through the knowledge of God, of him who called us by glory and virtue. By which, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through these we may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. So verse 5, this is where I got the heading from. But it says, for this very reason, for this very reason, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue. And to virtue, knowledge. And to knowledge, self-control. And to self-control, perseverance. And, and to perseverance, godliness. To godliness, brotherly kindness. And to brotherly kindness, love. And then verse 8 goes, For if these things are yours, and abound, you will neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For he who lacks these things is short-sighted even to blindness and has forgotten that he was cleansed from there, from his old sins. Amen. So let me read 10. Then, then he says, therefore brethren, be even more Diligent make to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, you will never stumble. Hallelujah. That is the word of God. God is so God is so beautiful. God is so powerful. Hallelujah. So that is the word that He has given us. So we are told to add. Yes, we have faith, we have been born again, but we, are, we, we we've been told add virtue. Add self-control, add all these things, and they tell us the reason why. So the reason, the, the reason I stand here is, uh, is as I was speaking to the Lord, the Lord told me to, to come and, uh, and, and address some spiritual blindness. Some spiritual blindness, spiritual short-sightedness. That's what the, the, the word of the Lord says. I find that every time I stand before people, I, I want to, there are some messages, you know, yeah, that you know that I can, you, you know, the good ones, you know, that get us running and what, what. But I, I want to say them, but the Lord has not given me opportunity yet. I find that he's telling me, you know, you tell the church, tell the church, let's do this. You know, we can do this. We can get better in this way. We can get better in this way because we we don't want you to be jumping when there are things that you have neglected here. Amen? That, that, that's where the Lord would want us to go. So, uh, I find uh, right from the word go, we realize that there are different levels and portions of, of, uh, of, 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 of grace and peace. Different levels and grace and peace. And then we find that grace and peace can be multiplied. Grace and peace can be multiplied. That's what verse 2 says. So there are different measures. And then there are different measures of faith. The, the, the Bible says, the Bible says in Romans, in Romans chapter, 
uh, chapter 12, chapter 12, verse 3. I hope I got that correct. It says, by the grace given to me, I said to every one of you, do not think yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith that God has distributed to each one of us. Hallelujah. So we know generals of faith. We know people that have walked. And the Bible says that, uh, you know, in Hebrews 11, in Hebrews 11, they, they talk about the generals of faith and all these things. These were men of faith. And this faith is impossible. It, 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 it's, it's, you know, it's possible. We get it from the Lord. But, but when you are operating in faith, you know, the word, the word of the Lord is telling us you have to deal soberly. You need to know where you stand. You need to know where you stand. You need to know how, how deep the Lord has called you. That's why we need discernment. If you go like the seven sons of Sceva, they went to cast out a demon in the book of Acts. The demon, the demon, the, the demon asked them, Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. But who are you? You get... And then one man beat up seven people. Yes, they were acting in faith, but you know, they didn't know. They were just saying words that they don't do what, that they don't know. I was, uh, I, I, two days ago, I was speaking with a woman of God from, uh, from Canada. A friend of mine, she told me she, she, works, she works in a care home. So the, the way it is, every morning she goes to work, they go to test for COVID. So this, this particular wonderful morning, she goes in, and she tests for COVID. And the strip says, you are COVID positive. And she said, no. Me, a woman of God, how did I get COVID? And she tests again just to be sure. And the thing said, you are joking. I said, you are positive. And it was positive. And she was positive. So, But the Lord spoke to her then. The Lord spoke to her and dealt with her according to her measure of faith that he gave her then. He told her, don't let people know. Because if you let people know right now, they are going to come and fence you in, in, in where she is right now. They fence, they, I think they tape, they tape your, your residence so that if people see you getting out, they will know that is the one they, they call the police on you. So you have to be there. And, and she, she, she wasn't ready for God had not told her about this coming of COVID. So one of the things that he told her is, uh, he told her, you go and do a dry fast of three days three days, but he was leading her during then. So she told a few of her close friends and, and they said, you are mad. You're crazy and you are going to die. You're digging your, you're digging your grave quicker than it would have come because, because common sense and the, uh, you know, and the doctor and all the studies have, 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 have you know, have, have showed, they advise that when you get COVID, what do you do? You go back, you, you, you take what you need, you, you take a lot of fluids, you take all these things so that you're hydrated and what. And here she was doing the, com the complete opposite of what, of, of, you know, like of what medication says. And four days down the road after she had finished her fasting, she tested and the COVID was completely gone. Amen. Now, I want, I, you mark me correct. I don't want you to, you know, like in case anything happens, don't do it if the Lord has not told you. Because they say you need to, you need to walk and judge soberly according to the measure of faith that has been apportioned to you. Amen? So God is apportioning to us. To, to us. And, and even today, this morning, I just pray that before we leave this place, our faith will be risen. Our faith will be at, at an even what? At an even greater, at an even greater level. Because the Bible says without faith, it is impossible to please the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So even as I'm continuing to go, last week Pastor Eb told us, told, told us, he was telling us, reading from the book of Ephesians, and he says, keep digging, in God, keep digging, keep digging. He's the well that never runs dry, keep digging, digging, digging. And, the, and just a few weeks before that, the Lord had laid it upon my heart, you know, to keep digging and keep digging. Because there was a place in my life, I was at a good, I was at a good place with, with God. But somehow, things, things started going wrong. I don't like to be in a place where I don't know what is happening, I don't know what the Lord is, is up to I don't know because I, I like I don't know because because uh, because I have spiritual eyes the Bible the Bible tells us that 
let the eyes of our understanding be opened like we have them. Some of us don't know that we have them. We have spiritual ears. And so I was at a place where my sight was dull, my hearing was dull. And, and I was asking the Lord, Lord, what is happening? What is going on? So I, one of the things that I like to do is I like to pray. So I, I work at Farmer's Boy just down there, and I do 12-hour shifts. So the Lord allowed me to start praying again. Like I would go in at, I would go in at 5.30, and I would start praying under my mask. I, pray, I, do all my, I do all my work. I finish 5.30 the following morning. I've been praying in tongues the whole night. Amen. I go to sleep, and when I went to sleep, when I went to sleep, yeah, my spiritual eyes opened. You know now I'm getting dreams, clear dreams, you know, crystal clear dreams. I know what the Lord is saying. I go back the following day and then I, you know, like I pray. I, I prayed throughout, throughout. And as I was there, the third day I came here, the third day I came here and Pastor Lydia and said, give, give, you give us a date that where you're going to speak in May. But I knew where it had come from. It had come because in the secret place I had been digging hallelujah and so the lord the lord gave me this word the lord i believe the lord as the lord is giving us this word you're going to take out something today you're going to take out something today and i'm also taking out things today hallelujah so that is what is happening that is what is happening like my spiritual my spirit eyes have been opened i know what is what i know what is happening i know what is going on by the grace of what? By the grace of God, you know. The, the, because because, it's, because God, the Bible says it is God that works in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure. If he doesn't allow you to pray, if he doesn't give you the grace to pray, you're going to pray after five minutes and you'll be choking and you're like, why, you know, what is that? why is it so hard to pray? But I have received the grace to do what? To pray and I thank God for that. Hallelujah. Amen. So I will give some of my experiences, my experiences uh, where the Lord has brought me from. But before I do that, as I was preparing the message, God told me to tell us about, about, a, about a man that died, that died a few, uh, many years ago, many years ago. I come, I come from a place in Uganda. Uh, where I come from, my, my father and my mother live, you know, they, where they grew up from, their villages are four miles apart. From my father's side, they are not born again. They did not, they did not know the Lord. They didn't give their lives to God. The wealthy people, but not Jesus, which doesn't help at the end of the day. And from my mother's side, people got born again. People got, when I grew up, I knew people were born again, you know. Uh, one, one, of the people, one of the people that inspired me, first of all, my, my grandfather, my mother's, my mother's father was a preacher. He was a preacher. When I was young, I remember every Sunday he used to ride the bicycle, go to church and preach and come back. And then my grandmother, my, my grandmother would wake up, would be in those, in, those, in those old houses in Uganda that don't have ceilings. She would wake up at, she would wake up at 4 a.m. and start praying and she would pray about everything. She would pray for the pregnant women. She would pray for those in prison. She would pray for those that have been, that have been accused false. She would pray about everything and then she would pray for us her grandchildren she would pray and anoint us and somehow so, you know like so, somehow sometimes i asked i asked myself how did i get to love the lord like this how did i it's because someone stood in the gap for me you know someone stood in the gap for me that's why the bible says that a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children you know, they didn't have money, but one of the things they left us, they left us with a, with a legacy of loving the Lord. They introduced Christianity to us, you know, and, and, I'm, I'm, and I believe I'm standing here because of seeds that were sown many years ago. Hallelujah. That's why it's important. It is important what you teach your children because the, Bible's, because the Bible says show the child, train a child in the way that they should go so that when they grow old, they will never depart from it. Hallelujah. Even if, you, even if they try to go away, somehow the grace of God, the prayers that were said before, you know God can go back into the spirit realm and open the books and be like, this one was claimed, this one is mine, this one is mine, and upon that they will call you back. Amen, hallelujah. So sometimes I try to go away from the Lord, but I come back, I come back by the grace of God. That's prayer is very, very important. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So, 
there was a gentleman who was, who was my, 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 my grandfather's brother. My grandfather's brother, a man of God. When I say man of God, a general, a general, you know, like of that generation, he, he died when I was very young. But, but you know, the Lord told me to share some of the stories that, hap that happened. Because when revival happened, when revival happened in my country, he was one of the people that took it up. He was a landman. I don't know how, how long, how far he had, how, he, how far he had studied, but he was a headmaster of the school. Because he was a headmaster of the school, one of the stories that, these stories I had to verify them yesterday because I had them when I was very young. I had to call my mom and say, I don't want to tell people lies. I want you to confirm these stories that I had when I was a young boy. Are they true? And they were confirmed. One of the things that happened, he was a, he was a headmaster. Now, they are, you know, there are no banks, you know, in the rural places, in the rural places where he come from. So when the end of the month used to come, the, the, the headmaster would go to the union and he would get all the salaries of the teachers in cash. And he would get it, and then when at the end of the month, he would go, they come to office, and he distributes it. So, so these robbers got to know that, you know, the end of the month has come, so the man of God, the headmaster, has cash in the what? Cash in the... So they came, yeah, so they came, they came to, they, 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 they came to, to get from where they did not sow. They came to harvest from where they did not sow. So this particular night, it's starting to rain. It's starting to rain. The, the spirit of the Lord tells, tells this guy, by the way, his name is Eliphaz in Dagano. The spirit of the Lord tell, says, tell your wife to stop cooking because the kitchens are out, you know, they, use, they would be outside. You cook with wood and everything. There is no gas or something. You cook with wood. They say, you stop cooking come in but by the time by the time he told her they were the, the robbers had already arrived they had just been around the corner and uh, when everyone got the house and she was the last to get the house 12 men 12 gentlemen entered the house with her not only did they enter the house with her they had machetes these pangas swords like this yeah and and their intentions were they were supposed to take the money and kill kill you know kill my kill my grand uncle so he panics the, the wife the wife has run the children they are all hiding under the bed he starts to panic he doesn't know what to do and the, the spirit of the lord tells him tells him don't fear i am with you and somehow he got the courage he says gentlemen i know what you have come to do you i know you have come to take the money yes i'm going to give you the money there is no problem. I know you want to kill me. Or, you know, of course he didn't. You, you, you don't want to tell the people you, you want to kill me. But anyway, God had already shown him because the, I mean, why would all people come, come, you know, come, come, come with swords? And so, uh, uh, and so he, he so he, he tells them, please come down before I give you the money. I would like to speak to you. And somehow, by the grace of God, the, these these robbers. And murderers come down and then he started talking to them. He told them, I was a sinner. I was an adulterous man. I was a drunkard. I was the worst of them all. But Jesus Christ saved me. He even told them, I was even a thief like you. But Jesus Christ but Jesus Christ saved me. And you know, like these guys that had come to finish him and take the money, they come down and they were like little children. And they had no reason to kill him. They had no reason to take, him, to take anything from him. They said, old man, God bless you. They went out. By the way, he even said for them a prayer. He prayed for them and out they went. Hallelujah. Amen. Those people, they knew God. They loved God. You know, as I, was, I told the people about, about, the, about the place where he was, because, because when people gave their lives then, yeah, they were not, they were not literate. They didn't really know how to, how, to, how, how, to, how to read the Bible. They would have to go to the pastor. He was one of the pastors, and he would, he would teach them the word. And the only option they had was to get the word by heart. They, they, had, to, they had to get the word by heart. And one of the things they were supposed to do, when you get born again, yeah, when you get born again, you, you come before the people and repent. You say, I stole the razor blade. I did this. I did this. You, 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 you speak down all your sins and then you ask for forgiveness. 
You ask for forgiveness. That's, that's, that, that's what they would do. And they would live by that. And I remember in that village where my family grew up from, like when you would go there, there was such a presence of God. Do you know what, yeah? When we would come, yeah, you meet a person. The, 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 the way they would greet each other, it was to sing a hymn. The, this, this, this sweet hymn, they would say, praise the Lord, praise Jesus, this, you know, the Lamb of God that died for, for, for me, things like that. And it was a beautiful hymn. And, and it, they looked like it was supposed to be boring. Imagine, yeah, you meet someone and then you sing. Then, then they go, then they come back. You know, before you say, you say something else, then you sing the hymn. But somehow that hymn was so sweet, we never got tired of it. Hallelujah. And, and that was just one stanza, yeah? But, but what happened? If you were coming for the very first time, they would have to sing the whole, the whole song. The whole, like they haven't seen you for two days. They sing the whole what? They sing the whole song. It wasn't boring. I, I, I don't know. Somehow, it wasn't boring. The presence of God was... You know, I remember being a very young man, but just being in the presence of that, of that gentleman, yeah? You just feel goodness, but you around him. You'd feel the presence of God, you know, just radiating around him. Hallelujah. He was such a man of God. And, and during, during his time, during, during this time of revival, there was a, there was a gentleman. There was a gentleman that, uh, that he, he was married. He was, from the, he was from, the, from, the, from the next village. He had told his wife, do not go for fellowship because they would, on, on Friday they would go for fellowship the whole day. He wasn't born again. They told him to get born again. He said, I'll never get born again. He told the wife, do not go for fellowship. She used to sneak and she used to sneak out and go for fellowship. So he said, I am going to teach her a lesson that she will never have to go for fellowship again. So one of the things that he did, he, 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 he you know, people long ago, they had like socks, these things like socks where they would put their money. He had his savings, yeah? He gave, he gave his wife the savings. He said, my wife, have these savings. I'm going away for a few days. I'm going away for a few days. When I come back, you'll give me back the money. And you know, she went into the room and she put the money under and she, she put the money under the bed. He saw her, he knew where she had kept the money. When she got out, he went and got the money. And then he went, you know, he went with it. He he was supposed to come back and give her a beating of her life because he knew the money, you know, he, he knew the he, he knew the money wasn't going to do what the money wasn't going to be there. And then he was supposed to officially ban her from ever going for fellowship. That was his evil plan. Hallelujah. And so the day comes, he gets the money, he goes. And then she, you know, after he goes, she 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 goes to check. And she finds the money is missing, is missing. She knew the husband was tough. She knew he didn't like these things of Jesus. And now his money was lost. Hallelujah. He, she goes to fellowship and said, brethren, please pray for me. They prayed and fasted. And, the, and uh, uh, lo and behold, the day, the day came and he came back home. When he came back home, the first thing he did, you know, when he came back home, she, she, she knew, my husband loves fish. For me to be able to calm him down, I'm going to go and buy for him fish, cook for him the best fish, so that I'll tell him, please forgive me, darling. I, you know, like I lost the money, and she had gone and prepared fish. So when he came back, furious, you know, because he knew she's in for it. But again, somehow, he didn't have the money. He had lost the money. He had lost the money. He lost the money while he was going <laughs> because, I, I mean, it was totally, he stole his own money. I don't know how brilliant that is. So when he got back into the house, the first thing he asked for, he said, can you bring for me the money? Bring my money right now. She was like, you just came from, you just came from the journey. Sit down, relax, relax. I have cooked fish for you. He, I've cooked fish for you. And you know, and he was like, how come she is so calm? What is wrong with this lady? You know, she managed to calm him down. And then he sat, she brought him fish. And when she brought him, she brought him fish, she ate. And then he said, can I please have the money? And she went into the room. She went into the room and brought back the sock of money that he had given her. And he was like, he was like, what is this? How did you get the money? How did you get the money? He was shocked. And God had done the miracle. Guess what the miracle was? 
when this man is living. This is a true story, by the way. This, this is not a forged story. When this man is living, he has to cross a river. The, the sock of the money fell into the river, and the fish swallowed the, swallowed the money. So when she went to buy the fish to prepare, she's cutting the fish. She finds the sock, you know. She goes, washes it very well. The man gave his life to Jesus, and now he had to go around also testifying to the Lord. I wanted to beat my wife because she did, you know, God was moving in such miraculous way. That is the God we serve. Hallelujah. So, yeah, yeah. This is not a made-up story. This is, a tr- this, is, this is a true story. Hallelujah. God, God is able. God is able. You know, when the enemy, when the Bible says when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift the standard against him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I hope you are blessed. I hope you're blessed. So there are levels in God. There are places where God is calling us. He's saying, come. Come deeper. Come deeper. He says, he, he, he says, he says even if your sins are as red as scarlet, I will wash them. They will be as white as snow. That is the God that we serve. He's calling us, you know. He's calling us deeper to fall in love with him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, uh, as I, as, I, as I walked my journey with God, the, the time I fell, I fell in love with God so much. I, I loved him. I would get visitations about heaven. I would get dreams about heaven. I was convinced I was one of the 144,000, you know, that the book of Revelations talked about. Because it was, well, first of all, I was under, I was under my, par- my, pa- my parents. So I didn't have to look for money. I, you know, the only care I had was for me to seek God. And I sought him and found him and he gave me all these promises promises and what and along the way I grew up I left my parents and went out to look for money I went out to look for money I went out and encountered the real world I encountered the real world the real world and and I had a taste of what it had to offer me you know somehow I chased after money I got, I got, you know, I got, I got some money, but the more you get, the more you want. It's never enough. And I, 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 was, I was fitting, you know, like I was, I was fitting in that proper description where, where the Bible says, for the love of money is the root of all evil. Many searching for money have wandered, have wandered from the truth and have, and have injured themselves, you know, with many troubles. Hallelujah. When, you know, when you get that love and the lust of money, because when we were reading, they said this corruption enters the world through lust. You get. So I got that, and that wasn't enough, and that wasn't enough, and I was running, and I was running, and then I figured out there was something called pornography, and then I struggled with pornography, and I was at a place where I never, you know, like I, I, you, I, I had, I had, I had known God, I had, I had had these encounters with God, but I needed to find out what is on this side of the world, and when I went, I was caught in a place, I was, I was helpless, I, you know, like I wanted to go back, to go back to God, but I didn't know how to go back to the extent that in 2016, I was, I was living in the country in Turkey. I, I had a visitation from God and he told me, Polycarp, I have demoted you. You have been demoted in the spirit realm. You have been demoted in this, you know, you, you know like I saw, I had, I saw I had been at a university level in that dream. And then he told me, you go back. He took me, he took me, he took me. The, you know where, where high school, secondary school begins from? I said, no, oh, it's not fair. I, I, I argued with him and he said, because you have forgotten what is written in the books. I had forgotten. I had forgotten. I was, you know, doing things my own way. And I lost it somehow. Somehow I had a pastor that I worked, that I worked with. I worked with he, one, of the, one of the advice that he told me. He told me, he said, if you ever lose your way, if you ever lose your way, Retrace, retrace your steps. Try to go back and remember the place where it was well with you. Where it was well with you, with, with the Lord. Go back to that place and start walking from there. And I fasted. I repented. I said, Lord, I give up. I, you know, like I had to give it all up. And I said, God, let's do this again. Let's do this again. 
and he's been rebuilding me. He's been rebuilding me. You know, there's things that he's, there's things that he's restored. It was until a few weeks ago, as I was digging, praying, I'd been in a place of prayer. My spiritual eyes have been, have been opened. It, it, I, I, you know, like I, I got a dream where, where I had been, where I had been, where I had been promoted to that, you know, I had been, I had been promoted to that class again. Amen. And I thank God so much. I had been promoted and there's a few things that he's told me. There's testimonies. There's promises that he's given me. One of the things, one of the things that happened is, is I received a certificate. Someone came in the dream and gave me the certificate. And one of the things that was written on the, on the certificate was the word healing. So I don't, know whether, I don't know whether it meant that the Lord had healed me or he was giving me a healing ministry. Time will tell. Hallelujah. God is so good. God is wonderful. God is wonderful. So, even as we are here, even as we are here, we need, you know, the, the, the Lord is saying, some of us, you know, we need to, we, we need to, I don't know what, do they call it, do they call it calibrate the campus? We need to calibrate, we need to press reset. We need to press reset because there are things that have gotten lost. There is a, there is a, in the book, in the book of, uh, in the book, uh, it's in the book of Revelation to the to the church to the church of uh, to the church of Sadi, of Sadis. It says, uh, it says, uh, it says to the yeah the church of Sadis, and it says as the Bible says in Revelations to the church in Sadis. I know you have a reputation of being alive, but you are dead. Wake up. Strengthen what remains and is about to die. For I have found your deeds unfinished, in brackets unworthy. Remember what you have received and heard. Hold fast and repent. If you don't wake up, I will come like a thief and you will not know what time I will come. Yet you have a few people that have not soiled their clothes. They will walk with me dressed in white, for they are worthy. The one who is victorious will, like them, be dressed like white. That is the one who is victorious will, like them. These people that have not soiled their clothes will be dressed in what? Will be dressed in White. I will never blot out the name of that person from the book of life. Can you imagine where you get? And the Lord is saying, I, I will not. You know, there is, you know, there, there is a place where you, where you get and maybe you see. But there is a place here in the book of He says, I will never blot out their name. You know? This is when you get it right. There is, there is that place where the Lord says, it is settled. My servant, Brian. Heaven is your portion. I will never blot out your name. That place is there. And the Lord is calling us to this. The Lord is calling us to these places. The Lord is calling us to these places. And he's saying, he's saying, some of us is calling us. He's saying, come back. Come back. I think in two, he, say, he, he says to the church of Ephesus, he's, he's like, come back, you know, come back to that first love. And some of us today is saying, come back to the first love. There is a better way. Hallelujah. So we are praying. Somehow, uh, somehow, somehow these things that, 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 that I had, had failed to get a hold of that I didn't know. Like I came to Bradford, I'd been praying. I, I prayed when I just came because I found there was a presence in Bradford that could not allow me to pray for some reason. They, you know, like I'm a dreamer, but I would go to bed and dream like I would wake up and, and, and not know what is happening. I'm like, what is in this place? So I started to pray. I prayed and prayed and I, and I prayed. And at night I got a dream. They were, I got a dream. They were this, this, this Asian woman dressed like Indian. She came and told me, come. She called me into the house, and then I followed her. And then when I, when I reached when I reached there, she when I reached there, she showed me another Indian lady. And the other Indian lady told me, "Yeah, you come, 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 come in." And and another one also called me, and they said, "You'll find us on Facebook." This when I had just come. That's over a year ago, and I never worked out because I I, I had the knowledge. 
I, I don't know if I even had the knowledge. I didn't have the wisdom. I, you know, I didn't have the discerning. So one of the things that, have, that I have struggled with, I, I've, not cons- I've, I've, not really, I've not really, you know, like considered, this, considered it a, a struggle because it's Facebook. Because I go on social media. I will walk, I'll wake up at night, then I'll go to bed, then just before I come and, you know, sleep off, I'll just, you know, like I'll just check, what is this one doing? Who is online? For, for nothing. For, for nothing. Do you know, like, I, there, there was times I have been there and I have gone, I have gone to bed at 4 a.m., 3 a.m., and I've been on Facebook watching video after video. Somehow the Lord has helped me because he set me free. I, you know, like, I, 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 I don't watch profanity. But even with this Facebook thing, you know, you, you finish it, yeah? And, and, and you feel an emptiness, and I'm like, how did this happen? What is this? Why can't I... Why, why, you know, this, this is not good, you know, so, so the enemy in this present time, you know, is coming up, you know, has come up with tools, tools to keep people distracted, and one of them is social media, this phone, so that you get hooked onto it, there is a picture, there is a picture that came out sometime, yeah, someone is on the phone, and there are all these hooks that are coming from the phone, and, you know, like, like, like chains, yeah, and they can't, you know, and that is, you know, that's how, that's how this generation is, you know, and the Bible says in, the, in Psalm chapter 1, it says, blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, Amen. No stands in the way of sinners. You know, no even sits in them. But they say, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on this, and on this law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by the waterside that yields its fruit in due season. So you find that our children, our generation, even some of us, we cannot be able to yield everything the Lord wants us to yield because we spend most of our time meditating on social media, on the internet, instead of meditating on the word of God. And so you get to a place and ask, you say, I love the Lord, but why aren't I getting everything that I need to get? In the book, in the book, the, the book of the book of Second Corinthians, chapter six, chapter six, verses twelve to seventeen, it says, You are not restricted by us. This is what Paul says. The people were complaining. You know, when you start giving excuses, maybe, maybe you know, maybe that church is not good enough, maybe it's not doing this. It's not, no, the, Paul Paul talks to the book of Second Corinthians. He says, No, you are not restricted by us, but you are restricted by your own affections. He says, let's be frank. For what fellowship has righteousness got to do with lawlessness? And what, and, and what communion has light with darkness? And what accord has Christ with, with the devil? And what part has a believer with an unbeliever? And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. He says, I will dwell in them and walk in them. I will be their God and they shall be my people. Hallelujah. So I don't know. Yeah, you can be on Facebook and, and, and serve God because these are great tools. These are great tools. But the person that owns it and, and the way it's designed, yeah, it's designed, you have to be very, very sober. You know, I, I said every one of us needs to deal, yeah, needs to, needs to work according to the grace, you know, that has been apportioned. So for Polycap, I do not have enough grace to be on Facebook and, and, and watch all the sermons, all the what I find that my attention will, you know, like will go and, and I, I end up watching people dancing, I end up, you know, I end up people, you know, people doing, you know, these things so that they get likes. So I don't have the grace, you know, I don't have the grace. And, 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 and the Bible is letting us know, is shedding light and is saying, no, if you find that you are struggling, that you're not winning, it's your affection for some of these things. Hallelujah. So God is saying, take them out. Take them out. So I'm, deal- so, yeah, so I'm, de- I'm dealing with it. I said, instead of going there, instead of going there all the time, yeah? instead of going there all the time, let me go there once or twice a week. I go there, I see my friends, I, you know, like I come off. And when, and when I go on and, and I'm spending so much time with it, it's like a red light goes off in my head and says, no, enough, enough, enough. 
I move and go on by the grace of God. So there is everything. He says, according to his divine power has given us all things that pertain to godliness and the good life. There is a place, there is a grace. The Bible says, my grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in your weaknesses. Are you in a place where you feel completely, completely weak, you know, you know, like you can't manage. He says, when you are in that place, you know, his strength is made perfect. Give it to him. We need to learn to surrender. To surrender. When you get to that place of surrender, God will work. God will work. The Bible says he is not a son of man that he should lie. His ear is not deaf that he can't hear. You know, he is able to do exceeding abundantly above all, above all that, that we ask or even imagine according to the power that is at work in us. Hallelujah. That is the God that we serve. Hallelujah. So I'm at a good place right now. I thank God. I know what is happening, but just because you are in a good place doesn't, doesn't, doesn't make you immune to attack. You know, when you, you know, when you st- when, even when you start seeking God, when you start, the devil will attack you, but the Bible says, you know, the, the, you know, the Bible says, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them from all these things. Hallelujah. So there is a way out. There, there is always a way out. There is deliverance. The Bible says, but there is no temptation that has come to us, you know. And the Bible says, even when it comes, the, the, you, the, you know, the Lord will create a way of escape. Amen. You get. There is a way out. Let, let no one deceive you that there, that there is no way out. There is a way out. There is a way out. The Bible says in the book, in, I think the book of Hebrews 11, after talking about the faith, it says, seeing that you are surrounded by such a cloud of witnesses, lay aside everything that so easily, you know, easily hinders you and makes you fall. Lay it aside. Throw it. Hallelujah. So that is, that, that is revival. That is, that's, how we sh- that's how we shall be able to call and pray. You know, the Bible says the effect of fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. When you are in that place, you will speak and principalities will hear. Your voice will mean something. Amen? Your voice will mean you will cast out demons and they will live because the authority is with you. And because the Bible says these signs and wonders shall follow them. Hallelujah. But sometimes we, we are going around, we are praying, we are doing what and we are not seeing things. But it's because we are giving in to our affection. So I pray that the Lord will open up our eyes to see what idols that we have and you know and as as you know as as I went and and the, and the Lord showed me there's a, 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 a I'm, I'm just ending I, I I know my time my time by now is 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 really finished I have a friend called Ella in the USA somehow she you know every year every year she does a review Every year she does a review and she, see, uh, she has, you know, she has this number of friends. And then she says, which friends now have, have, you know, are not adding to my life? Are not adding to my life? And then she will delete them. So for three years, she has always sent me a message and said, Polycap, I, I'm deleting you because I don't see how you add to my life. So the first time I said, please forgive me. You, I don't know why I was even, you know, like I was, I was bleeding. I said, please, you know, yeah, I'll try to, you know, I'll try to encourage you. I'll try to do what, she, 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 you know. So the second time, they thought she tried it this year. And I said, you know, what, delete me, delete me, d- delete me. So in this dream, this is now in real life, yeah. Somehow, somehow I, I, I'm still, you know, like on her list of grace. But I have seen she has deleted so many people. So at this point... I'm in a place in the USA in this dream, in the USA, and my apartment is just next to hers. I go and peep into hers, and hers is, you know, like, is, 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 uh, is organized. Then I go and look in mine. I look, at, I look at my apartment, and it's, you know, like, it's full of things, a lot of things. And even in this apartment, it wasn't even mine. Actually, they were owners of this apartment, and they were hosting me. You know, I had hosts. And now it happened that that day my host told me that, do you know what, we are leaving. We are leaving. And I said, oh, my hosts are leaving. I will have to live with them because the house is not mine. And that day when I started to pray and the Lord showed me, you know, he had set me free and what. Some, one of the things that happened, you know, like, oh, in the dream, I, I went out when I came back. I found they had left. I found my hosts had left. 
and there was a white gentleman. He had a hose pipe, and he was, you know, he was cleaning the place with soap and water, and the place was very clean and organized. And one of the things that happened was I saw all my property in one corner, and I woke up, and the Spirit of the Lord told me, told me, it was your house. It was not their house. You were hosting them. You are hosting them. This is the day I decided, you, you know, the, like the night I had decided to cut out, you know, things like Facebook. What He said, you are hosting them. And they had gone. And there are sometimes we get to places where the world, the, the system of the world throws so many things and you just feel like, like, like you, you, you know, instead of you being, you know, like you being the host, they, they come to it because the devil is a liar. It gets to a place where, you, you know, you're the one tagging along and, 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 and you don't know that it's, it's all these passions that you're carrying that are tagging along and the Lord had come and, you know, like and washed the house and washed the house. And, and, and let, me, let, me, let me just end there because I could talk and talk and talk. But let's, let, let's just close our eyes. Mm. Father, we thank you. We worship you. We give you all the glory and all the honor. Even as we are here, you are calling us to deeper places. In your word, you say, be ye separate. Touch no unclean thing and I will receive you. There is some of us here that are struggling with things. That the Lord, open up our eyes that we may be able to know what idols are there in our lives that are even hiding that we don't know about. Open our eyes, examine us and see if there be any wicked ways in us. Cleanse us, wash us with your high soap and lead us to the way that is everlasting. Take us from one glory to another in the name of Jesus. Let us be like Isaiah in chapter 6 when he saw the angels and he saw the Lord high and lifted up and the angels were singing, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Because we know you want to use us. You want to use us. You tell us in your word that they that know their God shall do great and mighty exploits. Take us to those places, Jesus. We thank you, we worship you, because your grace is sufficient. In the mighty name of Jesus, we ask and pray. Amen.